Welcome to the PopGo Project Podcast, a platform for the discussion and discovery of arts and entertainment. We focus on highlighting people and events that add value to the world around us. Visit us on all social media platforms by searching The PopGo Project or visit our website at thepopgoproject.com. Welcome to the show and thank you so much for listening. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services located on Kern Street in Exeter, Pennsylvania, near Blue Ribbon Dairy. That little rodent, Punxsutawney Phil, may have seen his shadow, but let's reverse that little bastard's plan for an extended winter and start thinking spring. Schedule a free estimate today with his family-owned and operated business and have your yard prepped and ready for summer. The shop also has house plants and arts and crafts for sale, as well as rock salt, just in case we do get that ice and snow. Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Hit them up on Facebook or Instagram to learn more. Thanks for having us. Welcome to the show, the Popco Project Podcast, an award-winning podcast, I might add. Oh, really? Nice. You, you can see them in the background here. All the awards. Sweet. <laughs> Amazing. I have Amazing. to say it. No one else cares. I, I have to. Yeah. I, gotta, I wear my own hat. You know, I you know I have to wear my own merch and things like that. So it's That's a good flex to be able to pull out the bag. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> I said it's a good flex to be able to pull out the bag. <laughs> well i always i always joke i'm like if i don't no one else is going to so you know i gotta promote the brand <laughs> oh for sure you know i need to be behind it yeah. so i'm here today with the rival saints from the uk right where are you guys exactly uh, located uh scotland glasgow. scotland nice well so i'm in glasgow uh ewan is down on the west coast um from actually ewan still ewan lives in our hometown Man in his hometown. Um, and Mike, our singer, is from Aberdeen, which is like up in the northwest coast. So he's like right across the country from us. Very cool. So you guys do a lot of stuff like you just sending files back and forth or what? Uh, yeah, we kind of have to. Yeah. I mean, even from, so we're sort of based out of Glasgow. I have a studio up here that we kind of, we record everything in and we, uh, we write stuff in. But it's it's like that's like the central location. So even from here, it's still like an hour away to where Ewan is, and from where Mike is, it's like three hours. Um. So just you know, to make things easier, we do a lot of stuff on Dropbox. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just by necessity. Sure. Tell yeah, me a little bit about the the band. I mean, I I don't know how even know how I found you guys. I I. I I do this podcast and I, I don't know if I'm just a, a playlist or, or what it may have been. I, I'm not sure, but uh, I really dig the, the sound and you got uh, three songs out. You just released a new song at this point, maybe a week or two ago. Um, today is what uh, the 26th of February. Um, and um, yeah, so again, I'm not sure how I found you guys, but talk to me about um, rival saints and, and you know, the music you have out and maybe the plans for 2023. So we started, so you and I started jamming. I've known you since like we were teenagers. Um, and we'd always, we'd played in bands together quite a lot, but in 2014, we just kind of started jamming together more just to have something to do. Just like, you know, have a bit of fun. Um, with no agenda on it, just like, wait, let's just jump in a rehearsal room and, you know, just make something. So he'd play drums, I'd play bass, and we were just, like, messing about. Um, and then kind of started to, like, have stuff that was kind of similar sounding, sounded like it sounded like it might be like a band. Um and then, you know, recorded a couple of little bits and pieces. Um, and that was all like entirely instrumental. Um, and we were just like, okay, so this is pretty cool. Um, let's get a singer involved. Um, and 
I'd known I'd known Mike for years. Um, I'd worked with him. I'd mixed his band's first record and then produced their second record. And um, we, I was just kind of like really aware of the fact that we were. It was quite easy for us to get on the same page musically, like like really really quickly. We seemed to collaborate pretty well. <clears throat> so we just. Just text him. I was like, "Hey, would you be up for like giving this a bit of a go?" And he was like, "Yeah, definitely. This is this sounds cool." He was really, really into it. And um, I went up to Aberdeen to kind of just get him to, you know, put something down on one of the tracks we had. And uh, we were like, "Oh, this is cool. This is like this is cool. It's different." Um, and then that was kind of it. Um, and uh, we sort of continued on like that for like a couple of years um, with no real intention of kind of doing anything crazy with it. Uh, but then I think it was Ewan. He was like, yeah, let's put something out. Like, let's stop fucking around. <laughs> um, and uh, so we put out a single two years ago and just kind of kept kind of slowly coming back to it. Um, stuck out another song and then it's only really been like the last six months that we've kind of been like okay this is like something that's pretty cool I think we can you know we can we can start doing things with this now Um, so yeah we're kind of just starting out really Um, but it was like supernatural always been like super fun to do no kind of no kind of agenda or specific thing we were trying to fulfill it was just like we're enjoying making this hopefully other people might be might think it's cool as well that's yeah. it yeah yeah i want um, everyone everyone try and chime in yeah i am um, yeah just what alex was saying there we've 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 played uh for ages together and then obviously um We've had a sound in the background and then wasn't really until this year we've decided to kind of push it more and more and play play live. And we played our first couple of shows up in Aberdeen um, tail end of last year and the start of this year. And kind of like getting a, getting a set together, getting like kind of that six song support slot set together has kind of really like solidified what we've been doing and forced us to choose like our best material that we've got because we've probably got like we've got like I guess we've got like 30 odd songs that we've written over the years and we're just kind of like drip feeding them out as singles they're the best ones that we've got um and then I playing live I think is really and shooting a music video last year has really kind of um really I don't know made it more of a real thing you know sure and then and, and then and then they were just kind of happy with what we've been doing thus far and um aye so yeah it's gathering speed all the time so it's quite good that's cool so i saw you had like you kind of released a single a year is that accurate according to spotify you had the one song in 2021 called the real outside and then 2022 was learning to live mm-hmm. and then, like i said you just released <clears throat> excuse me the death of the night uh recently um and you kind of alluded to the fact like i mean is this the year you guys kind of like you know make a really conscious effort to to push this thing forward yeah i think uh, definitely like outward outwardly definitely I, I think in the last maybe four years since mike's been involved we've done mainly kind of writing in the background and then just like kind of honing our sound. I know that sounds really cheesy, like honing our sound, <laughs> but that's kind of what we do. Um, so there's obviously a reason for that cheesiness. Um, aye. Uh, and then, so playing live this year, and then we're going to play live a bit more. And hopefully we've got about three songs that are kind of singly ready to go for the, the the next part of this year and make it more even more into like a real thing um and then yeah i think that's the plan that's the plan We're having a bit more consistency with it because it doesn't i think it's quite easy to just have a bunch of stuff on spotify but you don't really 
you don't really get any momentum out of it if you're not doing it semi-regularly. Um, and we've got, like you were saying, we've got like so much stuff, so much material that it's kind of pointless just sitting on a hard drive. Right. You know, we may as well share it with people. Um, and if they're, if people like it, then great, you know. That's, there's never, that's what I'm saying. There's never like really been a a game plan other than do we enjoy doing this and do we think it's cool? And if the answer to those two questions is yes, then cool. Let's just start operating in a way that other people can kind of get in on the joke <laughs> rather than just being like a just being a thing that kind of exists just between the three of us and we're just like sharing files with each other being like, oh this is cool, this is great. Um like because you know at the very least if we think it's okay then hopefully other people do too. Yeah I think it's great uh, honestly. Um <clears throat> I think Thanks, we live man. in a cool I think we live in a cool time too where um you know, I come from the the you know the school of you know release albums you know 10 12 songs and then two years later you do another one but like um it's really cool this day and age where you know bands are constantly releasing singles every you know six eight weeks or whatever it might be and you guys have this collection of songs like you know you can put one out there and let's say like it's just not received that well like okay no big deal like you release another one four weeks later so you have a, an opportunity to really kind of like take all that you have ready and just kind of you know hit it hard yeah totally I, I don't think that i mean it would be cool if we did an album at some point but i don't really think we're we don't necessarily need to be that sort of band or it's you know the, then there's that pressure of having like you know having your 12 or 14 songs and then you put all your eggs in one basket and yeah. you know if you release it and it's not received that well it's kind of that ends up just getting lost yep um and also like we don't particularly want to do it that way because it means that we can we can concentrate on one song at a time we can release it and if the f- one song doesn't sound like another song it doesn't matter right um it's it is it really is more about like kind of pleasing ourselves uh, i know that, like in a really kind of weirdly selfish way sure um and it just means that we can we can sort of stretch out a little bit, do things that are maybe a a bit stranger, a bit weirder. Um, like there, it, it feels like a really nice situation to be in, where it's like we we can we can just do whatever we want, and that's kind of that's kind of what has pushed the way we approach it. It's basically, yeah. Does it? Do we think it's cool? Great. Done. Yeah, because we do we do everything we do everything ourselves. So like, I mix and produce it. Mike and Ewan do all the artwork. Um, everything's kind of like we take care of everything. There's no one else involved, and it kind of lends the kind of degree of like autonomy, and like we have editorial rather mm-hmm. than being something else. And I know that's not a particularly strange or unique situation in 2023, but for us, it's totally ideal because it just means to. Like yeah, we can we can do whatever we think is cool that month, or you know, that quarter of the year or whatever. I think that's what's the coolest thing about the, the, you know the time we live in too is, <clears throat> you know, you guys aren't just musicians now. Like your your own your own own management producer producers can't talk. It's early. Uh, all that kind of stuff. Creative like. It, like back in the day, it's like you know you had a marketing and, and record label behind you that stole you know eighty percent of your money, anyways. But like now, it's all these bands have like so much in house that like kind of take care of the the whole process. It's it's neat. Yeah, yeah, I mean, awesome. it, yeah it gets you. Like, it, go on, man. Go on. It, it means it's like I kind of there's like a, a level of it being like entirely like altered. Like it's straight from. It's straight from the source, I guess. There's no kind of compromising with it. Um, and it, it's like a really kind of freeing situation. Because like we've we've all been, we've been in bands before that have had a label and have had a management company and have had other interested parties. And when you're in that situation, th- there's like, there's a pressure to have some sort of 
commercial viability to what you're doing. And that's like a really joyless way to 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 create. Like it's not it's really not fun. Like if you're second guessing, oh is this gonna would this be all right on radio? You know, would this um are people gonna want to buy this? Are people gonna come to a show because they've heard the single? If you're thinking about it from that perspective, it takes all the enjoyment out of it. And like no one no one gets into music because they don't enjoy doing it. You know what I mean? Like your the criteria for getting into it tends to be like, oh, I really like this. So when you're taking away when you, when you take that away from you know creativity or just you know even just playing in a room together, it you put that when you put that sort of pressure on it, it just becomes no fun. It's not like you don't get what you want out of it. There's there's always ulterior motives that are kind of spurring you forward rather than just doing it because you enjoy doing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. I would, I would say we're all enjoying enjoying what we're doing, and that's why we do it. Because, um, like yourself, John, like two of us have got kids, we've got like other commitments, and life can be a bit crazy a lot of the times, you know. And Alex, Alex tours a lot as a sound engineer as well. So, so we've all got a busy life. So I think the fact that we do this and we're, we're doing it regularly now, and it's just it's just a lot of fun. It's like a lot, of, lot of fun. It's like kind of like a band that we've always wanted to do for for years, and we're finally getting the chance to do it and just kind of doing it our way. And I think that's a really freeing, as Alex says, freeing kind of um, proposition. So, yeah, really enjoying it. Now, do your kids like understand the whole like my dad's in a band type thing? Mine's too young. Mine's five. So. Too young. He, All right. He thinks it's cool. I, thinks it's I cool. Think, doesn't understand. I, I think Mike's kid uh, is really into it. Yeah, like uh, like she sings all the songs and stuff. Like he was, he sent us a video a couple of weeks ago of her just like rocking out to it. That's sweet. Um, so yeah, like Ari's pretty into it. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to be. Uh, so my my background a little bit about me. I used to be like uh, <clears throat> part of this week weekly entertainment newspaper this is back when like print media was a thing and then even outside after that i got into radio my primary job was uh sales but i also had a a, a radio show where i was uh, playing local music and, and featuring local artists in my uh, my area and it was sweet because like i get free tickets i'm on the radio i'm doing all this cool this, this cool stuff right and like my kids my kid just turned five like two months ago as well and um and my my daughter is like seven and a half months so yeah. it's like so i'm I'm out of that life now which is like i always said i'd probably like be out of that by the time my kids understood what it was and the coolness i keep using air quotes uh kind of factor wore off and uh so sure as shit that's what happened yeah i'm, I'm no longer uh in those forms of media so I guess that's why I kind of uh, just pushed my way into the podcast world because everybody in, in the world has one now, right? But uh, really cool, yeah, yeah. I've been fortunate uh, with, with the whole thing as far as you know the guests that I've I've had and people that's like you guys just entertaining the idea of spending an hour with me on a, on a Sunday afternoon, you know. But uh, I just really enjoy talking to people about their music and uh, obviously people on, on different parts of the world. Um, I've never been where you guys are. Um, I've only heard about, uh, a few, I, I, I'm a big fan of, uh, you guess Scotland and, and, uh, like Brewdog. Like I, I always wanted to get over there to, to check out Brewdog. Um, yeah. but, uh, He's... uh, so Mike actually works for Brewdog. He's like the lead designer. So he designs like all the cans and all the artwork that goes on them. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, like, that's his day job. Like, he all designs right. all the all the stuff that goes. Are you serious? Goes on the cans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. We'll put you in touch after this. No shit. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I have. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> no shit. I, that's a shame I, Mike's not here because he. Oh, he man. Yeah, he's, he's like, yeah, he's he's kicking ass. He's doing his design thing up there. So. I. Yeah, I he, he designs lots. That's crazy. I've been following Brewdog for. 
I want to say since like since they started like back in 2007, and like this is before they even came to the states and in Ohio and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sorry to get off topic. <laughs> this is just kind of yeah. wild. Uh, but they were doing the equity for punks over uh, where you guys are, and like I always wanted to get involved, but I couldn't because I wasn't you know where you guys are. And um, they finally brought it over to the states, and they were in Ohio and. Um, my, you know, my wife just said this year, she's like, for my 40th birthday, I just turned 40 last year. She's like, why don't we go to Brewdog in Ohio? They have like a, a, a beer hotel there. And my, my daughter was like, at that, at that point, four months old. And I was just like, I don't know. I don't feel comfortable. Like, not that she wouldn't be okay with my, my mother, you know, but uh, I just, just didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. So uh, my chance to go to Brewdog uh, at the, for, the, for the time, for the moment, uh, is put on a, a, you know, a little bit of a the back burner, but yeah, well, that's that's wild. That's so, so wild. Small world, eh? small world. Yeah, the bars are a bit of a different different proposition from just like the beers you get in cans. Like they've got some really insanely strong stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you get it in like a brandy glass. Yeah, but the only they'll give you like a really small and like that that stuff will rip you to shreds. It's <laughs> like it, you. Suddenly you can't walk properly, and the hangover the next day is absolutely brutal. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm 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 a fan of the Brewdog stuff. I kind of try and stay away from it because it makes me feel so awful the next day. <laughs> You're not doing a good ad for Brewdog right now. <laughs> oh no, it's great, great stuff on the night. Maybe not the next day. There's a tagline. <laughs> yeah, there. <are. clears throat> They just put out, out for sale uh, in Ohio. Um, it's called Strength in Numbers, and it's like fifty some percent. But you, the bottles you get are only like ounce, like an ounce, maybe a little bit over an ounce. Yeah, uh, I can see why. But fifty percent. Yeah, I think it's like it's like fifty fifty oh percent God. ABV. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's, that's like nice. cleaning fluid. Yeah. <laughs> that's like yeah, that's not something you should be put into your body. Yeah, it's not it's not cheap either. But I mean, I get it. You know, it's it's the part of the experience too. I'm trying to think here. Where is it? Yes, it's I'm it's fifty seven point eight percent. Oh my god! Yeah, and the each, each the bottle is uh, fifty mLs. So I think it's like a little over an ounce. So it's probably more than likely that Mike designed that bottle. That's so cool. That's so wild. We should um, I, we should just like scrap this right now, man, and then we'll we'll get him to come and do his own one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sweet. Yeah, I would love to talk to him yeah. about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, actually, actually, I think yeah. if you go on their Instagram page, he's like the last reel that they did. Mm-hmm. He's in it. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe I I follow more of the U.S. Uh, Instagram page more so than the, I guess. The real, the original one, just because I can't be where you guys are. But that's so wild. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. If you, yeah, if you, if you talk to him, I tell him I would love to. I would just love. I mean, I love beer. I, I actually, I brewed my own beer. I teamed up with a brewery. I brewed my own beer. It's called Pop Goes oh, Porter. Yeah. Uh, and then I raised money and donated the money to uh, my high school's music program. Um. Wow, that's awesome. cool, man. That's really that's cool. cool. I think like craft craft beer is more of a thing in the US than it is over here. Really, I think is uh, it like well, whenever I've been over there and like been in a, like a a beer store, the 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 amount of different stuff that's available is kind of mind blowing. Um, and I don't know, I don't know where to start with it. I don't really know like what's what in that world it's a lot i think over in scotland it's just like is it lager or is it going to get me drunk and that's the kind of that's the way the the populace kind of goes about selecting their beer rather than being like oh what you know what version of hoppy is this one or you know that that kind of way of thinking it's it's probably like way too refined for my palate (laughs) well i think that's why the whole brew dog started because they were sick of like just shitty beer over there yeah well like over here like the big beer is tenants lager and it's like it's just basic basic lager but it's huge it's yeah. good it's good Scot- scottish people know like what they it. want they know <laughs> what they want and that's that <laughs> yeah 
Well, sorry to get off the music there. That's uh, I kind of did a little fanboy there, but uh, no. <laughs> not at all, man. Like it's, it's like interesting that you like that because like Mike is uh, he's like a bit of a he never stops, does he, man? He never stops. Like he, he's got oh, like, yeah, a full he's on, full on, on job, and then and then he's in he's in our band, and then he's in another couple of bands like uh, that he plays in up in Aberdeen. And he plays in our band as well, so he's a very busy chap, and he's like creatively wired, and he's always he's he's always on. So yeah, he's a a really interesting, amazing dude. So yeah, I, I mean, I just uh, the whole the whole culture of Brewdog, and like the, from the design, from from everything, I just I love everything about it. Like, uh, fortunately, the beer is good too. Like, so the whole thing is for me, it just kind of all comes together. But uh, yeah, that's that's wild. I would love to talk to him. That'd be because this this podcast is ninety percent music, but it's also just like entertainers, creatives, and things like that. So that would definitely tie in if he's interested. So, yeah, man, sweet. We'll well, let's up. get back. Let's get back to what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry again. That's that's just that's wild. Um, uh, it, as far as the band's concerned, uh, Rival Saints. I, I saw on your Instagram, um, you got support from BBC Radio. Yeah, yes. like it's kind of like a. I guess in Scotland, they're actually really good at supporting new music. I mean, they are across the whole of the UK. It's like over maybe like the last 10 years, it's been something that BBC have really focused on. And we've been pretty lucky. Everything we've put out so far, they've played like quite quite a lot, actually. Um, it's just like a really kind of, it's a, with, this, I mean, there's there's a really good live scene in Scotland, but it's maybe quite difficult to get people to come out to a show if they've never heard of you before. I mean, I know that exists everywhere, obviously, but like BBC is a great way to kind of get, you know, get attention, make people aware of what you're doing. Yeah, and because it's a national platform, it kind of gives it a little bit of kudos. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this, they've been really great to us. Actually, they've they've played us quite a few times. Yeah, I started uh, listening to them online like back in like 2013 or so. Um, I was a big fan of Zane Lowe. Um, yeah, and then uh, there was a, a punk rock radio show with Mike Davies. He's no longer a part of it, and Zane's obviously doing his thing with Apple Music. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how I was, I was kind of turned on to that platform you know almost 10 years ago now uh do those guys it's cool it's, well, it's, it's cool it's really cool they've got um so like i mean a radio is totally different over here than it is in the u.s like it's kind of more it's more syndicated over there isn't it like more like you've got college radio and then you've got your commercial stuff yeah that's basically it yeah um whereas in the uk like I mean, there's thousands of radio stations, obviously, as well, but BBC is kind of the main one. Like, Radio 1 is the big kind of pop mainstream station. And then, like, Radio 6 is where you might want to go to listen to, like, slightly more left-of-field Stranger stuff. Like, their, their playlist is enormous. They've, like, very very rarely will I turn it on and not hear something that I think is cool. Um. And yeah, like I was saying, they're really behind new music, especially in the UK. And they do stages at festivals and stuff like that for exclusively for for like new artists. Um, so yeah, they're like a really, they're a re it's a really positive thing that they've got going on. It's cool. Yeah, that's why I loved about the radio show. I was doing so much was just like you know we took an hour out of the the regular you know, top 40 alternative stuff and, and kind of gave an opportunity for, you know, the local guys, you know, and the and girls and just kind of, uh, it was really cool. And there's, there's two other stations in this area who do the same thing, um, different kind of styles, but, uh, it, it's, I think it's neat when, you know, those stations that can kind of embrace their local community. I think that's, that's how you succeed in my, my opinion. Well, yeah, totally. I think there's less, um, it doesn't. It it means that like getting on radio isn't like this kind of like weird nebulous unachievable thing anymore. Yeah. When when you know that you can hat, you can sort of like 
you're able to access that sort of support. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm all for it. Absolutely. Yeah. What are your, some of your uh, musical influences? I guess whether they're personally or for this band. Uh, I don't. I don't really know if we. I wouldn't. I, I mean, I don't think anyone like writes music anymore because of like they get like really into like a certain band or a certain album or whatever. Um, especially you know with things like Spotify, where you can listen to literally five thousand different genres of music. Yeah. Um, like. I mean, like, I remember when I was younger, I would like, I would buy an album, be obsessed by it for like four or five months. And then anything I tried to write would probably sound exactly like that. Just through osmosis, you know, yep. like if, if, you, if you've been listening to one thing for so long, then you're, anything you do is going to sound like that. But I don't think, I know that certainly when we're, we're, when we're working on stuff, I don't tend to listen to any music when we're working on things because I, I want the exact opposite effect. I don't want to have an, any sort of influence of anything else. Um, because you can spot that a mile off, you know, like, um, and I think one of the kind of things with us is that we're trying to do, there needs to be like a level of authenticity with it. Um, because that's where you get the most satisfaction at the end product you know, knowing it kind of came directly through something that we've worked on. So in terms of that, I don't, I, I don't really think we have any direct bands that I could say, Oh, we, we try and sound like this. or we, we like the sound of that. Um, mostly because the, I think the amount of music we all listen to, the amount of different music is so, so wide ranging now mm-hmm. between the three of us. Like, um, like, I'm like a secret metalhead, but I don't think I would want to want to particularly be in a would would want to write that kind of music. I think I'd be exhausted, just you know, with that like sort of level of intensity happening all the time. Um, yeah, and I also, think we've, like, all got, we've all got heavy music in common from when we were younger, like yeah. all the bands we used to we grew up on, like you know all the usual ones: Metallica, Green Day, Nine Inch Nails, Nirvana all those kind of ones and then uh then just branching out into other stuff over the years and just listen to all sorts really like i i like at the moment that guy Tycho. i don't know if you've come across him john like it's like a it's like a producer from san francisco or he's based in san francisco and he's like he's 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 very much in-house as well and uh he he creates kind of instrumental music which is quite electronic and then his background is like a graphic designer and he's got he does all his visuals in house pretty much as well. So I think like that, that kind of thing, and that sort of like self-contained approach to everything is um, is quite inspirational. And the fact that you can do that, and you can like have a, a like, you know, you can see a musical sound and a visual aspect as well. And I, I really like that kind of thing. How it's both tied in by the same person. So like with a lot of the visuals that me and Mike do, it's just like. It's like quite interesting taking wee things that we maybe do in our day jobs. Like we're both graphic designers, uh, like textures or something we've seen, or like grids, and then just like whacking cool shit that we've seen at work into mm-hmm. the music. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah. just seeing how it plays out, and then and then kind of like what I've got into kind of animating stuff, really basically like two D through work in the last couple of years so that's been a really interesting thing like trying to uh just animate content for our socials or whatever and but it's almost it's not as fun as playing playing the drums but yeah it's fun too do you know what i mean so so in terms of like not like a musical styley thing but more of like an approach to the project then someone like that is definitely someone i like so yeah that approach to creativity kind of just kind of kind of what am I trying to say? Having that sort of singular vision, I guess, is the kind of way I would describe it. Something that's very, you know, it's from one place. Like bands and artists that do that, I think that's that's what something I would find quite inspiring. Yeah. 
and something and, and a way of working that we probably we are trying to emulate i guess right yeah and you guys did a music video uh for the latest song yeah uh yeah was that your first music video i know it was the first one as this band i think right but like i know you say you guys were in bands before that was this your first like uh music video for uh, this band it was yeah for this for, band yeah for previous bands we've all done pretty like, we've all done a few music videos with varying levels of success you know so that's one <laughs> that's you know, like that's one we wanted to um keep it all quite simple and yeah. not have any sort of narrative too many narratives running through it and make the make the visuals and the lights and the colors the and the performance the thing and i know that's been done like loads before but i think it's quite an honest way of doing it and not having like some sort of narrative woven into it so we were we um like through my work i worked um i work in events graphic design for events and one of the events we worked on i met a videographer called tom ulner or alnar i'm not sure how you say his second name but it's a really cool dude and got talking to him and he does mostly weddings but he also does other things and he started to do music videos for bands so we got in touch with him and like from the start to the end of the project even talking to him he was like super professional and got what we wanted to do and and we kind of went and wrecked a space like uh, SWG3 in Glasgow, which was where we shot it, and which was basically an empty shell. So we could kind of affect the space with the lighting that we used, and um, he hired all that in and uh, used a, a great uh, LD called Goggy, and he kind of came in and helped him. So, um, so yeah, we were super happy with the result of it, and I just think like it's been quite a good foil for the the song and a, quite a good partner for it to kind of to show who we are like the three of us and what we're about like kind of visually and stuff so yeah super pleased with it yeah it's cool he's a really he's a really creative guy like is he was like really energetic about it as well which was like like whenever i've done that situation been in that situation before where we've done videos it sometimes it can be all a bit underwhelming and you kind of feel like you're maybe like working at cross purposes with someone. Uh, but with Tom, he was just like super energetic about it, like super into it. He, he grasped what we were talking about straight away. Um, like we were like, we don't want anything cheesy or fancy or over the top. We just like want it to visually tie in with the, the artwork that the color scheme that the guys that uh, Mike and Ewan have kind of been working with and that was it like that's the only thing that we really want to kind of make sure we're, we're the only kind of mark we want to hit and he totally got it he was totally into it and he was like super enthusiastic about it um, but it's like one of, the, one of the cool things about working the way we do is that we if we we only get to involve people that we like so like Tom was one example Um like our front of house engineer is our <clears throat> our friend Paul, and like not only is he an ama- he's obviously an amazing uh, sound engineer, but he's like first and foremost he's our friend, so he's like a cool guy that's going to be in you know to spend time with. Um, actually, as well, like the uh, the last single we put out, we had it mastered by my friend Ross, and I've known Ross since I was a teenager as well. Like, and he's a super cool guy. So we like we don't we we get to we get to kind of pick and choose who we work with, which is I think quite important to us. And it's people that we're like number one, like involved with on a personal level first, and we like we like them. You know, we're friends with them. Um, it means that when we do need to involve other people, it's people we can trust. Right. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I feel like I had to ask what bands you guys were in prior. Mm. A lot of bands that went nowhere. Okay. <laughs> you kept alluding to these bands like, oh yeah, we 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 you know we were on a label and we you know we had success on these these other videos. And I was like, is this anything that I know? Well, actually, you should probably check out Mike's band, who's they've just they've been around for years and years and years, but it was they've just recently sort of started 
like this week actually um we started work on what's going to be their next album um so like mike basically went away like you was saying he's like he is just go all the time and uh like sort of during lockdown and the last year or so he wrote a new record for it which i'm going to be working on as well um they're a band they're from aberdeen they're called indian red lopez um like i guess after the boxer okay um but yeah they're cool check them out actually none of the I don't think any of the bands that I've been in previously are still on Spotify anymore. Bummer. Uh, yeah, I don't think they are. I'd need to check it out. I don't, I don't, it's not the kind of thing that I would go and search out. To okay. Be honest. I wouldn't go All and right. listen to more music. <laughs> All right. I, I'm just curious. I, I, yeah. I like to, to learn about new music and listen to different things. So I figured I'd ask. But uh, no, yeah. no, check out, check out Indian Red Lopez. They're, they're a cool band. That's cool. I will definitely do it. Uh, you mentioned the the guy before uh, in San Francisco. Who what was his name? Tycho. So it was like T Y C H O. Um, okay. Uh, he's got. He's been around for for a while. Yeah, really good. Kind of like instrumental, electro, electronic kind of thing. Okay. Um, but also real players in the live band. So it sounds kind of cool, and it's it's almost like a hybrid of like a live brand and a electronic sound. It's yeah. really decent. So outside the music, what do you guys do for fun? Uh, Good question. <laughs> do you have time for fun? Yeah. I, um, I mean, I like I'm a, I'm a kind of I got into the whole keep fit thing during lockdown, like cycling and CrossFit and those kind of things. Okay, and uh. Like and like stupid things like uh like did you ever heard of like the Wim Hof method? Yes. Like cold uh, like cold exposure. Yes. Yeah, I got I got I got silly into that in the last year. Yeah, I'm a huge um, Joe Rogan fan, so uh Right. <laughs> he's all about that. Yeah. I mean to be honest, like I wouldn't say it was a hobby, it's more of a uh a punishment mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's not pleasant it's not pleasant at all um that's what everyone you, says like, i want to try it do, once you do, but i kind of don't you do you feel great afterwards yeah i like i mean i've got friends who are like they they like they'll do like ice baths and like you know ice barrels and those kind of things i'm just at the kind of cold shower stage just now like four minutes and that's me i'm ready to like but yeah. the initial shock of it is something you'll never forget the first time you do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, but you feel great afterwards. That's what they say. I don't. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't like the pool when it's like, you know, seventy-five degrees. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I think. I guess that it's all about that, like, mind over. Sure. Mind over body thing. Yeah. Mike uh, goes like into you, that as well, doesn't he? Oh, like, he, yeah. He goes. Into, the, he goes into the North Sea. Yeah. Which is which is no mean feat, and like at like seven in the morning, like totally half naked. Yeah, so, Mike sounds crazy. Uh, and yeah, uh, he's, he's kind of bonkers. Yeah, crazy. Uh, <laughs> that'll wake you up. <laughs> yeah, like he just yeah. sounds like yeah, like you said he doesn't stop. Like he's like a machine. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's machine man. He's full yeah. on man. He's very full on. But yeah, I'm he doesn't lean compared to that. I've got I've got a, a young boy, so I'm pure. I just like entertain him and all the time so as you you probably know what it's like but I th- I, I'm getting more lamer by the day and lamer. more boring by the day so <laughs> <laughs> like I, I'll, I'll just go for a nice walk and appreciate yeah. some scenery <laughs> that's, yeah that's, that's <laughs> kids, kids are awesome though I mean I wish I would have done it earlier uh, like I said I'm 40 years old my son's 5 my daughter is 7 and a half months and but like my wife is like super smart and she was in school for a thousand years. And, um, you know, we were living our lives as early 20 year olds and and even into our thirties. So like, we didn't, you know, we, we had a lot of fun and we, we did it when we did it. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, being a dad's awesome, except I mean this, so what we're doing today at, uh, noon, we're going to a place called bees backyard, which is like an indoor, 
like jungle gym um, slides and, you know, climbing ropes and all that kind of stuff. And uh, it's basically two hours of uh, anxiety for me. I'm just waiting for the first uh, (laughs) headbutts of uh, friends and um, or, you know, someone doesn't wait to come down the slide or, you know, until it clears at the bottom. So they come down and they fall on other kids and it's a mess. It's it's, uh, That's a classic one, not. I just, I was just, I was just there last Saturday. So now we're here again on Sunday, these birthday parties in the wintertime. It's it's all we can do in this, this town is like bees backyard or some, something like that. And so I'm hoping, um, my son's already talking about his birthday this coming December, going back to bees backyard. And I was hoping that like at that time, he's like, I don't want to do that anymore. Where are you? Like he's grown out of it. So I am in Pennsylvania, um, specifically like Wilkes-Barre Scranton. Um, home of the office, right? If you're familiar yeah, with that yeah, show, yeah. oh, yeah, absolutely cool. love that. Amazing. Yeah, so yeah. that's where, uh, yeah, also the, the ripoff of the office, I guess you could say. I listened to um, the, the podcast you put out before with the girl from Tiger's Jaw. Oh, Brianna, yeah, yeah. Um, so I just like, I don't know, it was like when, when you, when you reached out to us to come on this. Did a wee bit of research to see what we're getting involved in. <laughs> so, <laughs> that one. so, so you listened and you still decided to do it. Yes, wow, that's impressive. It's like that's it's quite interesting because I think I don't know, like uh, I don't know. I really like things like geography and stuff and getting to know where places are. And uh, I was really interested to to see how how do you say it? Wilk Wilkesbury. Wilk Wilkesbury. So yeah, so it's it's Wilkes. So a W I L K E S dash. Um, so it's uh b-a-r-r-e mm-hmm. so the the every comic oh, that comes i've been there i've been there no way yeah there yeah you go. i've been there i did a show there uh maybe five i'm sure i've done a show, like i recognize that name i've yeah i've definitely what, been there. what venue i'd need to check it out but i remember because like i thought it was wilkes bar right with the way it's spelled oh, that's, that's... that's crazy I would right. love to know what venue you were at. That's uh, that's awesome. Because well, we well we figured out that the 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 office was nearby, mm-hmm. like the place they filmed the office, mm-hmm. and uh, it it was like around about that time. I mean, have you watched the the UK version of it? Yeah, I haven't. I haven't even actually watched right. in full the 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 US version. Right. I mean, it, it, the two like start out kind of the same, but then the US one totally becomes its own thing. Um, the the UK one is like super awkward, like kind of kind of just cringing when you're watching it. Like, yeah. uh, but it was around about that time that um, me and a bunch of my friends had been like getting into the the US version, and uh, I really wanted to go. I really wanted to go and like because I think you can you can visit the set. Can can you not? Or is the set? Well, the, the set's, set's not, not actually in screen. Right. That's right. Okay. Right. But a lot of the visuals, like in the opening, um, uh, like the intro uh, video, yeah. they're all shot in Scranton. Well, yeah. a lot of them, you know, the, the whole nice. the highway coming in and the the paper it was pen. Is it pen something? I think. Um, but yeah, those are all are all weird, all real. Um, yeah, every comedian that comes through here, it, that's that's the whole joke that they start off with. I wish they would stop because it's getting old. But like, <laughs> is it? I don't know. Is it Wilkes Berry? Is it Wilkes Bear? Is it Wilkes Bar? It's like, stop it. This is old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, well, it seems to be like a, It's a whole thing. It seems to be like a a really strong kind of creative community. From what you were talking about in that podcast, from where you're from, and. The size of the town or the towns and stuff. Yeah, like that. I mean it's a small town. Um, it's it's you know everyone has the, their gripes about you know we call it northeastern Pennsylvania or NEPA. Um, you know it's it, like anywhere else you, you you go. There's there's problems in different areas and it's funny everyone wants to get out of the area when they finish college or you know they want to just leave home or whatever and they always come back. Uh, it's kind of like a black hole. I mean, but like anything else, it's it's what you make of it, right? And I I feel like it's kind of getting better as you know, the younger generation comes and they're they're uh, excited and and um, uh, what's the word I want to use? Not aggressive, but just like ambitious. That's the word. Um, so it's good, and it's it's uh, you know I like being part of um, 
that uh, to a degree like by doing this because a lot of his is local musicians i wanted to kind of keep a, a platform of of being able to highlight them um i just love being able to talk to other other bands across the world too just because i think it you know it kind of builds the whole podcast up and you know you, you guys mentioned that like, you, you listen to i mean tiger's jaw is a bigger bigger artist uh mm -hmm. But it's just kind of draws attention to the whole thing and, and hopefully people come across a new band to listen to through the process. But um yeah, well thanks for thanks for listening to that and then still deciding to appear on the show. That <laughs> <laughs> was, was very professional indeed. So uh, yeah. I don't know. Props. I'm in my I'm in my, my basement right now, my, my bar basement. Still doing it out oh. of the out of the home. Oh, but, okay. Well listen, it's getting uh it's getting uh, not late. It's it's early here. It's mid afternoon, but I don't want to keep you guys too much longer. Uh, what's what's the what's plans for twenty twenty three from you guys? Like, it, uh, it, you know, either stuff that's already solidified or you know aspirations you might have as as far as the band goes this year. Um. So yeah, trying to try and so I've had a, a plan of releasing like a single every three months. Um just kind of keeping that ticking over and we just kind of started talking like last week about maybe like trying to do some sort of physical release at the end of the year like put everything together or put <clears throat> like the songs that we've put we put out this year put them together in a in a kind of format that's not just like a dual case cd that you know becomes a coaster mm -hmm. on someone's table or ends up in their uh in the footwell of their car <laughs> so like you know like a vinyl um sort of thing like what basically means that like we can have the music and also like the guys can kind of have an opportunity to present the artwork in a way that's you know not just online not just a social media thing or a or a spotify canvas um and i think that would be a you know just do like a super short run um and just see if people are I think it'd be a nice thing for people to have if they're into our music um, and I think it's, I think like even looking forward into next year or the year after the year after like it's the kind of way I, I think we feel we could continue releasing music is to have that you know release some singles or maybe an EP or something on a regular basis and then you know if if you're interested if you want to buy or you know want to own like a, the kind of physical version of it then you know we could keep doing that sort of thing mm -hmm. like the kind of bands that i i like always have like awesome vinyl and awesome you know awesome like little bits of things that you can you can have that aren't like i said it's not just a cd because i don't i don't really think that people I don't know about CD sales anymore. I don't know if like bands on our sort of level would like we're we're a small band. We I don't see much point in us trying to sell CDs to people. Yeah, I mean new cars don't even come with CD players. Yeah, mine doesn't. Yeah. yeah. I don't um, I don't have a CD player in my home right now. If you if I had a had to play a CD, yeah, I don't have anything to play a CD. Yeah, I think I'd get a PlayStation if I had to do it probably. Yeah. I mean I, I love I mean dude, I I fought spotify for so long like I, I was going to the local record store i was supporting local business supporting local bands supporting you know the artists in general and i would go i would literally go and i had to stop because i was just spending like 200 a month and i just couldn't financially do it anymore but i would go there buy a handful of cds come home put them on my computer transfer them to my ipod when it was that was a thing and um that was it like my cd collection is like pristine because it's like they were never touched outside of just you know really quickly put on the computer but uh yeah i got to a point where i just couldn't financially continue to you know, <laughs> do that anymore so i i you know did the spotify thing well i know spotify is like the it's kind of seen as being a bit of a demon amongst musicians because the raw rates so bad and yeah and all that kind of stuff but and I was the same as you, man. Like I, I tried to stay away from it for so long, like, and then I just realized this, this, this is just easier and it's better. And I can, I, I can listen to so many different things. Um, but like, it's it's made my attention span for music awful now. Terrible. 
Fucking Cause terrible. Can, yeah, because you can just <laughs> like continuously flick. I can't tell you um, the last time I listened to a, a CD or any artist, like full album, like start to finish, just because, yeah, I, it's like the, I don't know if it's the fear of missing out type thing. I don't know. But yeah, you're, you're 100% right. And I'm guilty of it too. I mean, I hate the whole, I, I think I've said this about streaming services, whether it's music and or movies. I say it too many too much on this podcast but like i hate it i spend more time looking for something to watch than i do watching something or or oh yeah it's terrible it's 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 terrible and i hate it and like you know if you start a a movie and it's it's 10 minutes in and you're like i don't like this you turn it off and you look you spend another half hour looking for something else back in the day you just you went rented a movie you put it in if it if it sucked you still watch it because that's all you had yeah absolutely (laughs) I missed that. I, I, I like I, some I, of the I, algorithmic stuff about Spotify, how, well, actually, my end of year playlist was really fucked up because Lady Gaga was like number one on mine mm, because nice. of what I played to Brody, honestly. Oh. But, <laughs> uh, sure, but sure. Yeah, sure. so I had all these like kind of post hardcore bands, this kind of stuff I like. And then yeah. like, Lady Gaga was number one. So it was really, I'm very hard to choose for, obviously. But, but like also, like, you can maybe listen to one band like I really like a band called like Balance and Composure. Yeah, they're, they're from, from around where I'm at. Yes, so I like kind of stuff like them. That's kind of my thing. And then through them and through like the algorithmic kind of uh, playlist that have been created for me through what I listen to, like I've discovered so many, so many good bands mm-hmm. through that. Like, oh my god, and it's just great just love that side of it um because i've ne- i would have never never have heard them otherwise right so it's quite good and i'm sure that's how i found you guys like it just kind of happened and i love that that's yeah cool. spotify radio is good like when you just you find an artist you like and then just hit the radio button mm-hmm. and then i don't know how they put it all together obviously but nine times out of ten you'll find something that you're pretty into um but i'm, I'm the same as you with, with like netflix and like TV streaming, I would spend I would spend an entire evening with just like the selection page open, kind of mm-hmm. just like option paralysis. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't I don't know where to start. And <laughs> right. like like this, it's is I, I maybe I'm just like maybe I'm just like a simpler kind of person that I need to be <laughs> dictated to. Uh, but it's uh, it's, it's mind numbing. It's absolutely mind numbing when you're sitting there with like there are. So many thousand movies here I could watch, and I can't even think of one. Yeah, I feel bad for my kids, man. I, I mean, I there was nothing better than you know Friday night you, 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 with your girl. Uh, you go to the the movies, the movie store, and get get a pizza, and that was your night. Like, and then I mean, the wall was the wall. It's it's like if it wasn't there, it wasn't there. Like you had a, a distinct like thing to pick from, like. It was great. It was great. Now it's just too much. It's too Simpler much. times. Simpler, Simpler times, yeah. for sure. <laughs> I sound so old right now, but... <laughs> what are you guys doing for dinner? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm probably going to... I've got, I've got, like, loads of steak at the moment. Sweet. Um, my, well, my, uh, my sister's husband is a, is a, is a farmer. So like occasionally we get like some really nice cuts, but um, yeah. So that'll be it, really. Okay. I'm get I'm getting really good at cooking a steak. Like it's, it was one of those things I started like obsessing about mm-hmm. over lockdown because like you know obviously there was nothing else to do with your time apart from like learn how to make like the perfect old fashioned cocktail. Yeah. So that was like two weeks of my life. I was just like absolutely annihilated. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and then I was like, yeah, I really, really need to get onto something that's a bit healthier. So I started learning how to cook properly. I, I'm just picturing you like making old fashioned, just like like by yourself, like you know, mixing it or you know. <laughs> oh, like I was, I was literally shit faced for two weeks. <laughs> and then, well, actually, it got to the stage where I was like, oh, yeah, I can't, I can't do this anymore. So I took three months off of drinking. that's so good yeah it's just i'm quite i I get quite like that i kind of like do like wild swings on things like i'll get really into something and just be like nope that's yeah yeah. um but yeah 
Okay. Some uh, some some decent uh, aged steak. Okay. How about you? Um, I'm up at my mum's today doing this, so whatever it is, it'll be free. So that'll be decent, man. Whatever she makes, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, it'll be good. It'll be good quality, and it'll be free. So. Hell yeah! The best, the best, <laughs> yeah. the best kind. Mom's cooking. Hell yeah! Yeah. So. Well, listen. Uh, please, if you can, uh, think about what venue you were at in Wilkes-Barre. Or right, yeah, I'll be like, I'll be like, I might still have it in my email. Uh, you can do it later. I don't want to put you on the spot or, or keep you guys longer than I have to. Or, or um, but uh, uh, yeah, I'd be interested to know. And the fact that right now it was, you're, a, it was a theater, I think. The Kirby Center, FM Kirby Center. That's a theater. Find it. That's a, uh, a theater in Wilkesbury. I'm looking through all these emails and there's not. Then it just says the type, like it just says this the town. It doesn't say the actual venue in it. Hmm. I'm trying to think where yeah. else it could be. Kar- Kirby, like K I K I R B Y B Y. Yeah, it's maybe ringing a bell. What band would you have been in there? No, I was. I was. Uh, I'm a sound engineer. So oh, okay. I, I so you're working, just... Yeah. So I was oh. touring at the time, but I can't, yeah, I can't. I don't remember the gig. The, the thing that what what made me remember when you said was the Wilkesbury, Wilkesbury, and, and we were all like, "Oh, it's Wilkes Bar, Wilkes Bar." Yeah. So yeah, that it's actually it. it's actually written on the wall in the back now, like phonetically, so people can like, well. It's still a hot topic. It's it's up for debate, I guess. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, no, try and figure it out, and I'll let you know. Yeah, not important, but it'd be cool if you if you remember. But guys, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. Um, great talking to you. Great to uh, learn about the music. And where can people find you on on the uh, the interwebs? We're mostly uh, just rival saints. For everything, everything. Okay. okay, I think we're the only band with that name, so we're quite easy to find. Sometimes we're rival underscore saints, okay, because some bastard took the name before us. But aye, son of a bitch. We're on, we're on all your regular ones. We even got a TikTok, but we don't know how to use it yet. So <laughs> we're, on, we're all we're on all the young, the young uh, platforms. Yeah, I don't know how to I don't know how to utilize it either. <laughs> I don't know. I think it involves something to do with dancing. Yeah. That's how it started. It's it's different now, and it's like I don't know. I I go to that for comedy. I go to you know for uh, entertainment. Obviously, I mean that's what it is for everybody. But I mean, oh, are you on it? Are you on it? On I am, but I'm yeah. Okay. But like I I'm. We'll follow you, man. We'll follow you. Oh, no thanks. I, I appreciate that. But yeah, I, I'm trying to. I think the last time I even posted was it was my 40th birthday, actually. Uh well not the not the exact day just my party and um my friend is thrusting his uh hips into my face as I was getting iced. You guys, nice. you guys are you guys familiar with getting iced? Uh yeah I was uh I did a tour once where that was that was like a thing yeah and it's horrible yeah it like, really especially is. when you're trying to be professional about like going about your yeah. your job. <laughs> It, it ran its course like 10 years ago through our group of friends. We had a lot of fun with it. You know, we were hiding it in, in pretty you know peculiar places. And uh, my friend came and gave me a, a, a present. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not opening this. He's like, that's not what you think. Cause I'm like, it's, it's a nice, I know it. It's like, it's not what yeah. you think. And he fucking lied to me and sure <laughs> shit. And, um, yeah. I don't, I don't have a lot of uh, action on TikTok. I I kind of fooled around a little bit here. I'm trying to like, um yeah not great i don't i don't know how to utilize it effectively especially for like this platform i don't know how to i don't know whatever yeah we're <laughs> the same we're the same i need to come up with a that da- we need to come up with a dance yeah a choreographed dance i think and that'll be our yeah yeah that's a, that's the next step for 2023 is to find the rival saints dance wow. uh and you know let's we can see if it we can make it go viral yeah i'm sure i'm sure yeah <laughs> sure mike can figure out something yeah. he's probably, he's probably on, already got it he's probably yeah, on he's right probably, now he's that's what he's yeah. doing he's like fuck that yeah. podcast i'm gonna learn i'm gonna uh figure out a dance for rival science 
Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And if you think about it, if you want to hit him up, that'd be awesome too. That'd be great to yeah, sure, chat man. with him. But, but yeah, best of luck this year and uh, stay safe. And, um, you know, when you're in Wilkesbury or if I ever head to Rudog, I'll hit you guys up. Let us know. Let's Let us know, man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Let me see. Sure. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks, John. All right. We'll see you. Cheers. See you Thank later. You.